0: Hey, everyone, Mario Pereka here, and I am joined by Ella Crane, and we'd like to welcome you to the Peaceful Ease podcast. As always, we'd love to hear from you. Reach out to us via the Peaceful Ease hotline, share your thoughts, ideas, wisdom, anything that you'd like to share with Ella. 424-625-5562 is that number. Again, that's 424-625-5562. You can also let us know if there's any guests that you would like to have Ila interview, or if you would be a great guest yourself and you would like to come on the show and have a conversation with Ela. you can call in and let us know. And you can also email us if you'd rather do it that way. Podcast at com is our email address. And PeacefulEase.com is our home on the web where you can find all things PeacefulEase. So go there and check that out. Ela, it's so great to be back with you again today.
1: Thank you, Mario. It's good to see you too.
0: How's everything in Switzerland?
1: Good. It's been really, like, nice weather, and I'm just enjoying my last week in Switzerland and going to Berlin next.
0: Oh, Berlin's fun. That's where Brian is, right, in Berlin?
1: Yes, that's correct, yeah.
0: That's cool. You guys will have be nice to see each other again, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> I know, yeah. It's been only, like, two weeks, but, you know, still.
0: <laughs> yeah, two weeks is a long time, especially when you're spending most of your time with cows.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're nice cows,
0: don't get me wrong, but they're st-
1: they very nice cows and I don't know why but things change so every day every morning they are herded to the plains like just nearby and then they go back home every evening they used to be up in the mountains but I guess it's like the seasons are changing so I get to see them more often now it's nice That's nice <laughs> So, on today's
0: show, you sent me a poem, and I had the chance to read it over, and I absolutely love this poem. It's one that really hit home because it's not super deep, but it's super meaningful and impactful. And so, I'm super excited to read and discuss, so I'm going to let you read it, and then we can go ahead and have a conversation about it.
1: Yes, sure. So, it's called Hokusai Says by Roger Keyes. Hokusai says, look carefully. He says, pay attention, notice. He says, keep looking, stay curious. He says, there's no end to seeing. He says, look forward to getting old. He says, keep changing. You just get more who you really are. He says, get stuck, accept it, repeat yourself, as long as it's interesting. He says, keep doing what you love. He says, keep praying. He says, every one of us is a child. Every one of us is ancient. Every one of us has a body. He says every one of us is frightened. He says every one of us has to find a way to live without fear. He says everything is alive shells, buildings, people, fish, mountains, trees. Wood is alive. Water is alive. Everything has its own life. Everything lives inside us. He says, live with the world inside you. He says, it doesn't matter if you draw or write books. It doesn't matter if you saw wood or catch fish. It doesn't matter if you sit at home and stare at the ants on your veranda or the shadow of the trees and grasses in your garden. It matters that you care. It matters that you notice It matters that life lives through you. Contentment is life living through you. Joy is life living through you. Satisfaction and strength are life living through you. Peace is life living through you. He says don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Look, feel. Let life take you by the hand. Let life live through you. What do you think?
0: I think it's very powerful. I think that there's a couple things that really caught my attention through this the first time through. And it's one of those poems that I recommend that people read a few times because it's lengthy, but there's a lot there. Every time you read it, you're going to catch something different. So this was probably the third time I've heard it. I read it twice myself, and now Hila read it. And I've gotten something different every time. And I think the one part that really caught my attention is... Every one of us has to find a way to live with fear. That's the first thing that caught my attention. And then it goes into life, how everything is alive. So we look at life as something that we live, but what if life lived through us? And I think that's kind of what it's saying here, is that by caring, feeling, and noticing, more often, life can live through us. So it's not like you have to live this life or you have to do certain things. It's like, what if you just let life take a hold of you? What if you go where you're pulled? What if you let the flow come in? What if just getting up and doing what you feel pulled to do creates contentment? And that is what life living through you is. Creating joy, satisfaction, strength, peace is life living through you. And I think that works really well with this podcast. If you let life take you and you cherish it and you notice it and you're present in the moment and you do what feels right, I think that kind of leads to peace. In one way, shape, or form, or creating that inner peace. It leads to joy, satisfaction, strength, contentment, all of those things. So it's to me, I read this and it's like that part right there. It matters that you care. It matters that you feel. It matters that you notice. And it matters that life lives through you. That's the part that I would put up on my bulletin board and read every single day. I mean, the whole thing is great, but if you wanna take something that's transformative to you in, in just a second, that's the part that I look at just to make sure that I care, feel, noticed, do it more often and allow life to live through me so that day to day, I can feel that contentment, that joy, that satisfaction and find that peace.
1: Beautiful, yeah, beautifully put, it's poetic. It
0: is, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great poem, it really is. I like that it's not super abstract.
1: Yeah, and there's something innocent about it. The fact that he says, wood is alive, water is alive. It reminds me of my childhood a bit because I often, you know, I was a child of weird questions and stuff. I always questioned everything. I would ask, like, is a tree alive? And they would say, yes. Well, is the wood alive? Yes. Is the branch alive? Yes. But if you cut it, does it die? Yes, but the tree is still alive. So at what point the tree dies? Well, if you cut the tree, it dies. But then the tree can grow back again or the stems are alive. At what point the stems die? I would just keep asking and asking. And in my opinion, I wasn't convinced by the adult's answers. I thought wood was alive no matter what, like the wooden table was still alive in my opinion. I thought like I was very little, but all the objects, what if they were all alive? The curtains, the carpet, you know, the mug, what if it was alive? What if you could feel or sense something? It could be just like sound vibrations, maybe. What if that? And it reminded me of those days where I was just so curious. You know, we lose that curiosity of it as we grow up. We just take things in a way for granted, but also get used to things, you know. We just act as if we know it already. The curiosity of a child is just like gone at some point. And actually, I read a book called The Secret Lives of Trees. It's a beautiful book. If you read that, no walk you would take in a forest would be the same ever again, because it just like tells you how much we figured out recently about trees and their communication with one another and how they nurture their young and so on. And they also mentioned that it's very hard to tell when a tree is dead. Apparently, even if you cut it completely, they can be supported by other trees around them and still remain alive. And that also reminded me of that childhood curiosity about things. And this poem has something very innocent. It's something light but deep. And I really like the fact that it goes against what we hear in media all the time by saying, get stuck, accept it, and repeat yourself, you know. As long as it's interesting, it's fine. <laughs> because we don't hear that generally, you know. Don't make the same mistakes. Don't get stuck, just move on. But it just goes against the rules and the norms we established as adults.
0: Let me ask you this question, Neela. How do you, there's no right or wrong answer, good, bad, right, wrong doesn't exist. Whatever comes to mind, I'm just curious to what you'll say to this. How do you let life live through you?
1: Mm, Easy question, (laughs) (laughs) though. Yeah, not too deep. No, not at all. Mm, I think I feel that, Life lives through me. When I'm really open, curious, and joyful. When I look around myself with this fascination that I'm here, all these things. And I have this vehicle called a body. Like he says, everyone has a body. It's like an earth rover you know, that we walk on earth, this vehicle called body, and that I can feel all these crazy emotions. Within seconds they change, you know. They come and go and they create this shiver in my body sometimes or this pressure on my body sometimes. And these thoughts emerging one after another, it's just everything is changing so rapidly Those moments I feel like life is seeing and being and living through me.
0: That's beautiful.
1: Did I pass the test?
0: (laughs) It wasn't a test, but I was just curious. Now let me ask you this one. For people who are listening and hearing this for the first time, how do you think you can begin to make that shift from living life to letting life live through you? What are a couple things to be more aware of, maybe to practice?
1: Living life sounds like, to me, that I'm in charge. I'm in charge of life. And I don't get that sense, being here for 39 years at least. I didn't feel that way. It's it's more like rafting or something. Life is this crazy river. And I have a boat, I have a vehicle, I have a body. And I have the pedals, and I, I can steer a bit. But I'm also going with the flow of life. So to me, letting life live through you includes the surrender that our, what we can do is somewhat limited. And I say that in a good way, not like being limited as in not being able, but that life can do more, life can really work out magic beyond our imagination. Whereas maybe if we try to control things, our imaginations may not go that wild. Life can surprise us in good ways. So it includes some sense of surrender if you want to make that change. Of course, it may be different for everyone, but I feel there's like less of control, more of appreciation. When I think of letting life live through me. It's more like being grateful for simply being alive. Because without that one condition, nothing would matter. Yet we forget that.
0: (laughs) The title of this poem is what Hokusai says? Yes. Who is that?
1: I have no idea.
0: (laughs) Is that a real person, I wonder? Or is that just someone that is very wise?
1: I have no idea, and maybe that's something... We can research and add it if we find anything in the notes. Or if anyone finds anything, maybe they can share with us. That would be awesome. And actually, I thought about that question and I didn't look up for some reason because I thought it doesn't matter who that person is because I get the person's essence. Like someone who says all these things has been around a while.
0: (laughs) The other thing that I wanted to point out from this that caught me the first time I read it, and I'll just reiterate it because I think it's pretty profound, is that he says, look forward to getting old. He says, keep changing. You just get more of who you really are. Because a lot of people, they don't like to get older. But it's really a privilege.
1: I know. And, you know, we were talking about our individual experiences just a couple of episodes ago. And I thought like once, I wish I could feel this comfortable with who I am in my 20s. But then I think it would go against almost nature (laughs) because I had to live like four decades to feel, okay, this is who I am now. I had to go through so many different experiences to understand how I react to things and see the pattern of my decisions, my habits, and get to know myself like getting to know others in a way from the outside as well as from the inside. And I think it is a luxury to feel more comfortable with who you are and to express it. And I think the biggest luxury is accepting yourself for who you are and standing by it with your shortcomings, with your strengths, everything, saying, this is who I am and not pretending and not aiming for better or bigger or faster or doesn't mean not growing, but growing with steps of comfort, taking each step with a sense of comfort about who you are.
0: And I would venture to say what you just described is what it looks like when you have life living through you.
1: I would agree with that.
0: <laughs> well, this has been great. I love this poem. And like I said, I would, I'm would i definitely going to take pieces of it to remind me. Of these things, especially the part of it matters that you care, feel, notice, and that life lives through you. That's super powerful to me anyway. Is there one piece that stands out to you, Elam, more than the rest?
1: I'm going to stick with the childish part where he says everything is alive. Shells, buildings, people, fish, mountain trees, wood is alive, water is alive. I really like that spirit because we can feel an energy from with these things you know you stand by a waterfall you feel so much I know it may not be a living being but it radiates this energy and I think that is beautiful and being open to receiving that energy feeling that energy letting that energy through is being alive
0: great stuff as always thank you so much for your insight for finding this poem and presenting it to us and for your insight behind is there any exercise you want to leave listeners with?
1: Just think about how you can get stuck and accept it and then repeat yourself and keep it interesting.
0: <laughs> Powerful way to end. I like it. And I want to remind everyone, the Peaceful Hotline, it's always hot. You can give us a call, share with us any insight, your thoughts about the poem as well. 424-625-5562 is that number. Email us, podcast at podcastatpeacefulese.com. And also connect with us online at PeacefulEase.com. That is the website. That's where you can find Ela and everything she's up to. Ila, thank you so much again. It's been so much fun, and I'm looking forward to the next episode.
1: Thank you, Mario, and everyone listening out there. Thank you.
0: For Ila Crane, I'm Mario Pareca, Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you on the very next episode of the Peaceful Ease Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Peaceful Ease Podcast. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with friends and family. Remember, the bigger the support, the more fun the journey becomes. If you'd like to get in touch with Ela, you can reach out to her at PeacefulEase.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be kind to yourself.